Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. This is the Stuff I Heard podcast, and I'm your host, Josh Peak. And this is our 212th episode. Today happens to be uh, April the 11th, 2020. And um, I have two guests today. I have, uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. This is Christina and Daniel. You guys want to say hello? Hello. Hey, guys. I'm Daniel Johnson. This is my wife, Christina. And we, um, we originally met because of my wife. My wife was going to a gym with some of her friends, and she kept saying, oh, you're going to love this class. It's so great, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, look at this class. Well, she dragged me to a kettlebell class that Christina was, was teaching, and I was like, this can't be that hard. Look at all the little girls in here. And it kicked my <laughs> ass, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, she... Uh, she kept going, and I felt like I was infringing upon her workout time with her girls. And I was like, "I need to back out of here." That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. I'm not. I'm not working out with them anymore. I'm letting them do their thing. Whatever she's doing, fine. I just don't want to. I don't want to cramp her style. I feel like I was cramping her style. You know, I'm like a personality, so I like want to talk to people and stuff. And I kept feeling like I was out of the loop, and I was like, "I want to talk to people," but it kind of ruined her little thing. And I was like, "All right, you do your thing, and I'll just figure it out. I'll figure out something else." So that's when I started building furniture. <laughs> you see how well that took off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So anyway, um, I've been telling people that that you and I talked originally on Facebook um, because you are a trainer at a local gym. We were talking about the gym we were talking about is a Fitness World Gym. And right now, because of the quarantine, because of the coronavirus, everybody's kind of trapped indoors. And I was telling people, you know, one of the things that we're all facing right now is how do we stay fit while we're stuck inside? Or not necessarily stuck inside, but stuck away from the gym. So one of the things that I was impressed that you're doing is your Facebook Live. So tell me about that. Yes. So Fitness World is offering free classes to anyone, even if you're not a member. And it's on the Fitness World Gym's Facebook page. And there are classes Monday through Saturday, um, a variety of instructors from all of our locations. And all of the classes are different. There's Zumba, there's kickboxing, there's weights, there's a whole variety. So pretty much something for everyone. And it's just a way for people to still stay active at home. And since we do it live, it's kind of like you're there with us and we're doing it together versus pre-recording it and posting it. So we can see people's reactions. We can ask them, is it hard enough? Stuff like that. Is it too hard? And we can, you know, interact with them. So it's like we're still at the gym pretty much. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's like stuff that you have like laying around in the house. You could find things like, you know, detergent bottles and stuff yes. like that to lift and resistance training and, and just jogging in place and burpees and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I've watched a few of them uh, from different trainers, and I'm like, wow, this is this is really interesting. And I wonder if like people know about it. That was the big thing I didn't know is if people even knew about it. Yeah. So I mean, I, I kind of wanted to like promote your thing and say, you know, here's how you can check out Christina's videos, and also how you can find other videos. Yeah. Um. It was kind of a spur of the moment thing. I, a lot of gyms that you pay a membership, obviously, and for and it's just a class. Mm-hmm. They, um, for instance, like uh, Nine Rounds and Flowtown Yoga, those type of places you can't just openly go in. You're going to a class. And so what they did so that they can still support their instructors was you continue to pay your membership, but then you have access to training online. And so they are filming videos and posting it. So it was kind of like that. Um, but it's free and it's open to everyone because Fitness World classes are free. And since it's a gym, you can't 
obviously go in and lift weights, but we're still trying to give the class aspect to keep people moving. And then not everyone has tons of weights. So we're trying to keep that in consideration whenever we're picking different exercises, like what would someone have? And almost everyone right now has a bottle of wine and laundry (laughs) detergent. So almost everyone has something that they can use. And for the people that don't work out anyway, a lot of the exercises can be done with no weight and still just as effective. Yeah. That's really helpful. Um, And, you know, one of the things I was thinking about also was like, if anybody's looking at YouTube right now, they're going, she's fit. Of course she's fit. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But you didn't start that way. No. So you got started from my under. This is called stuff I heard. So this is this is what I heard. My what I heard was you met Daniel and Daniel was in the military or, or joined the military or was joining the military. Yeah. yeah. And had gotten into distance running. Yes, and sir. and your running, I guess, spurred her on to want to run. Is that kind of how this started? Yeah. I um I, I didn't even know I was a, a big runner and I joined the military and they just kind of like bumping me up. Hey, you lead these people running here and lead these people running here. And I started getting good out of it, at it. And then I got out of the military and started running more and ran, ran several marathons. And Christina, she was always there by my side. She was out there, the girl with the sign holding everything up, cheering me on, and just, just a big supporter. And finally, it took hold on her, and she just took off. And she um, started teaching classes, and they became very popular. And then she started running, too, and she's done a lot with her running. And, uh, yeah, so. So running kind of kicked it off for you. Yep, she kind of. Yeah, I literally, literally was that girl that almost failed gym class. Like, scraped by with, like, a D minus. Always had good grades. Gym class. Almost failed it. Um, The only reason I passed was because I did not want to have to retake it. And so when Dan and I started dating, he used to have to take PT tests every so often. So uh, the men that he worked with, they would go to the track and run. And I became friends with a girl that was in the military. So she was like, why don't you start coming out there with us? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't make it around the track one time without feeling like I was going to die. And I'm not a smoker or anything, but I just, I could not breathe. And I was like, this is horrible. And then we moved to Italy and I had no friends in Italy because you're very isolated. Mm -hmm. And I ended up meeting someone that was from Charleston. And so her and I were substitute teachers and we just became really good friends. And her husband struggled with his PT test. So she was trying to get him to go to the gym more. And so it kind of became like a group group effort. We all started going to the gym and her and I mainly just went to talk. Then we moved back to the States and Daniel continued to run and I actually got a job at Fitness World just working at the desk while I was finishing college. And Curtis, that owns the gym, he made everyone that worked at the desk take every single class that he offered so that when members came in, we could describe what the class was and not just be like, oh, I don't know, go try it. And I I feel like it was a good thing because we actually offered CrossFit at the time and when people would come in and ask about it, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they do. So he forced us to take every class, and I remember being like, this is horrible. But I went to the CrossFit class, and I thought I was going to die. But everyone in the class was in their 30s and 40s, and here I was, like, 22 years old. And I was like, this is pathetic. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And Dan started running with Curtis. And so one day, Dan Curtis was like, why don't you just join us in run club and Becca Andrews was teaching it then. 
And I was like, y'all are going to leave me. And they did. <laughs> but I am I just became the type of person that if I suck at something, I want to do it even more. And I really sucked at running. So I was like, you know what? I'm running a half marathon. And so that's what I did. Boom. That's, like that's that. funny that you almost failed gym class. Yes. Yes. Uh, my parents. So uh, you didn't, I mean, you said, you know, in your, in your early 20s is when you were like, all right, screw this. I got to do something different. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that just have, you know, they're indoor cats. I like to call them. They don't do much. They're, they're stuck inside. They don't get outside of their comfort zone ever. But at, so at a certain point, you kind of have a moment in your life where you answer a question to yourself of, all right, what am I doing here? I mean, what, is, what do I want? And you got to fill that. You got to answer that question yourself. And sometimes it means get off your ass and go do something. Yes. You know, and this is definitely a, a good example of that. You know, <laughs> I um, I was going out in the Marine Corps when I joined. Um, I didn't join until I was twenty, and before that, I was I'd play with my friends like in the pool, or I would play basketball with them. But I really didn't. I wasn't that physical. And then when I joined the Marine Corps, it was like, well, we're running day one. Like every, <laughs> they, they told me, they said, like, you know, you got to run like a mile and a half under this time in order to even get in. And I was like, I've never run that far before. And I remember having to, you know, train to, to try and be able to run a mile and a half. And then, you know, I thought, okay, well, I finally got this mile and a half thing down. I can do that without dying. But when I went to boot camp, the day, the first day, they were like, all right, three mile run, let's go. And you're like, wait. <laughs> I, I thought we were going to work up to a three mile. And after I got done with the three mile, I thought I was going to throw up, but I finished it. And it was weird because I'd not, I'd never run that far before. And I realized later, you know, after you go through the stuff and you have friends that then become drill instructors, they tell you the test is to see your resolve because yep. you're going to be faced with things that are tougher than you think. And you have to overcome those odds no matter what, even if you physically can't, you got to have that thing inside of you that doesn't let you quit. And that's what they were testing for. They were seeing what is your ability? What is your willingness to just push through? And a lot of people failed, man, I finished. And I was like, I, it wasn't great time, but I finished. And I was like, Oh dear God. Well, you know, fast forward to, Four years of that and running all the time for fitness tests, you know, and also because I was not a good runner in the beginning, um, I joined a run club where I kind of created a run club with some people on the base. We got to where we would run. Our base was uh, 13 and a half miles around. So we had an inner loop that was eight miles and another loop that was five miles. Well, we got to where we were doing the three mile and we were like, we need our run time to be faster. What if we built up our endurance by going more miles? Because you figure if you run five miles and you're okay, Makes then when you sense. do three miles, you can push it a little harder. So with that mentality, we kind of trained ourselves and we did the five mile. And after a while, we did the eight. And after a while, we did the, the whole base. Yeah. And after we did the whole base, we got to where we were doing that once a week. And it was like, this isn't that hard. What if we go a little bit further? Mm-hmm. And it's weird when you fit, when you find yourself physically saying 13 and a half miles isn't that far. Yeah. But if you keep doing it, you do get to that point where you say that out loud and you're going, I wonder how far I can push myself. Yeah, it's surprising. And then you do it and you're like, holy cow. But, you know, when I got out, I did. My, I remember my last fitness test when I when I was exiting the Marine Corps. Um, I, I got out and I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> so, I thought that was the one thing I really hated. In my, and in my brain, like it wasn't fun. It was the it was maintenance. Like yeah. it was the. Yeah. It's like homework, you know, it's like you got to do this when you go home because it's going to make X, Y, Z better for you. And it was mm-hmm. like, but I hate doing this. I always hated it. Even when I was doing the, the long runs with the groups of people, I hated it. And then when I got out, I was like, well, I'm never doing that again. No reason yep. to. <laughs> well, you know, I met my wife and, and, and Dolores would say that she's not, or she 
for years had never worked out or it was she she did like lifting weights but she never was like a fitness considered person and at 47 we're sitting on the couch and she leans over and she goes i think i'm gonna start this couch to 5k thing and i was like what and that was the beginning of her running and she did it. She followed through with the plans, and she was like, "You want to do it with me?" I was like, "Absolutely not. No way. You, <laughs> you have fun, and I'll be the person that holds the sign. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. talking about. I'll hold the sign and cheer you on. You're doing great. And I've I've taken out most of these pictures that are on the wall of her yeah. running, and it's just you know all along the way she's like, you know, it'd be great if you did it with me. I'm like, absolutely not. No, absolute way. Yeah. But you know, I feel I feel it's just as much fun being you know out there on the sidelines cheering somebody on too. As it is just, you know, being in the race from being on both sides. Yeah. Um, and now being behind the camera with Christina, I get to see her working out every day. It's just as much enjoyable for me as it is running down the road. Yeah. You know? I think it would be different if I hadn't had to do it for a job. Yeah. If it wasn't part of my requirement. Mm-hmm. And I was at the same point of life, you know, where she was of just never having that moment. And then one day just going, yeah, let's do it. I mean, I probably would have been more engaged to just join right in and... and right beside her the whole way. But because I had to do it for a job, my brain instantly thinks, oh, this is a lot of work. And I go, no, no, not for me. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, one of the goals of this podcast lately is I've been you know, trying to get people out of their comfort zones and, and, and sort of challenge them to uh, do things differently. So, you know, right now we're stuck inside a lot of times and I keep telling people, you know, go outside a little bit, walk mm-hmm. around your neighborhood, you know, mm-hmm. also, you know, practice social distancing and that kind of crap. But, but it's important for you to get some vitamin D from the sun. It helps you fight off infection, but it also will make you feel better than if you're trapped indoors all day. Cause you'll go yes. crazy indoors. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you're trapped indoors, even with the loved one that you have said, I love you forever and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> After about a week or two, you're like, if if she says my name one more time, you know, it's, <laughs> you kind of need a little bit of, you know, separation a little bit. So sometimes you do it like separately. You're like, you go work out in the morning and I'll do it this afternoon mm-hmm. and just some alone time, pop in some earphones and go for a run or, you know, work out with, like you said, wine bottles and, and jugs of detergent or whatever. Just sweat a little bit, get outside and, and kind of blow off some steam. And, and that will help, I think. So... One of my questions is, what are you guys doing to sort of, you know, help you get through this quarantine time of, you know, craziness? So I am doing the live videos on the Fitness World page, but I'm also, I have a kettlebell challenge going on right now. So I have a private group for my challengers. So I'm constantly trying to like post live videos in that group and get them moving. And then we have bought a lot of weights lately which was a struggle to find because everyone has bought all the weights. Um, Then we've actually, I can't ride a bike. (laughs) (laughs) This is a, this is funny. I can't ride a bike. What do you mean you can't ride a bike? I can't ride a bike. I'm clumsy. I'm like, like, like a balance issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like the clumsiest person ever. I mean, my, my wife, my wife also can't ride a bike lately. Like it's a new thing. Like, yeah. Um, so like when I'm teaching, if we're doing something that, requires a lot of coordination i have to focus so hard to make sure that i don't fall so the bike thing is a whole balance but about six six or seven years ago my kettlebell class actually bought me a bicycle i rode it one time and i was like one and done never doing this again but we have a friend named hallie and she lives like two miles from us mm-hmm. and we can actually go through the cloisters and down damon street to get to her house and so she has a bike, a cruiser bike, just like mine. 
So it was her bright idea that we ride a bike. So I sucked it up, and now I'm the leader of our new bike gang, <laughs> and I'm riding faster than the two of them. But um, it's it's been fun because a I didn't wasn't good at it, and mm. I'm still if there's like a decline or a bump, I'm getting off and I'm pushing it because I just don't trust myself. It, it, any gravel, she's off the bike. Yeah, and she's I'm like, like walking nah. next to it. She can be ahead because you know you're going to catch her whenever. Yeah, yeah whenever they don't even care the because trail. they know that as soon as we get somewhere <laughs> that's kind of tricky that I'm going to have to walk. Yep. But um, also I'm very like petrified that I'm going to fall and a car is going to hit me because I'm just so clumsy. And when cars come up behind me, I get all nervous. So like I'm gripping like this. But luckily mm-hmm. there's like no traffic on Damon right now. Yeah. And Everyone in that neighborhood is on bicycles, walking, running, golf carts. So it's just kind of been cool to see that whole community getting out and doing stuff mm-hmm. and getting vitamin D, like you said, gotten some sun each day. And then it's just been fun. And it's been fun to try something different because if we were not in the situation, I would not have pulled that bike out of the attic. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good to get outside your comfort zone, like you said, and, and find something new that you would enjoy. Yeah. Um, and then test yourself also to try, you know, to try something new. Um, <clears throat> we were talking about bikes earlier. My wife and I did a trip uh, up to Cape Cod and visited my dad and his wife's family. And they had this great idea of let's go rent bikes and ride from, I think it's uh, Falmouth, uh, Connecticut to Wor- Worms Hole or something like that. It's a long, very scenic bike ride along the coast where... It crosses over several sections of road that you, you're supposed to get off your bike, walk it across the road, and get back on and keep riding. Oh, okay. I don't know why they designed it that way. I guess it's so that you don't just think you're okay and run into traffic. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, the roads are pretty windy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole path, you keep looking over, and you're like, oh, look at the coast. Oh, it's so pretty. And you just you know, you're kind of riding, looking over. And and we knew it was going to be a beautiful ride. So I, me being a YouTuber, I brought my little GoPro camera. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm pedaling and then I get the GoPro up and I'm filming and what we're doing and filming the people behind us. And it looks great. <laughs> and at a certain point, Dolores rides up beside me and I'm like, she looks so cute on her bike. I was like, I was like, Hey baby. And she goes, and just right off the side of the thing, and just oh my right God. down a hill, face first. Oh hear, my that goodness. would be me. I filmed the whole thing. You hear, oh you hear her go, oh no, and just <laughs> face first oh down man. the hill. We, I jump off the bike. I throw the thing in my pocket. It's still on. I didn't realize yeah, it was mm-hmm. still on. I run down the hill. She's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And she's got like like the classic, you know, with the hair all up. <laughs> and, and there's dirt everywhere. And I'm, I'm picking dirt out of her ear and off her, you know, eyes and stuff. And she's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And I'm like, you're, are you sure? She's like, yeah, yeah. We have to like bend the wheel mm-hmm. in the front because the wheel's now oh like resting up against the fender. And we get it all situated, get her cleaned up. And she's like, I'm so embarrassed. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I'm 50 and I can't ride a bike no more. <laughs> And so we get her back on the bike, and we ride all the way to the town we were going to go to. Yeah. We got on there. I think the original plan was for us to go to see a um, aquarium, but it was closed. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize it was going to be closed that day. So we, we in the little town there, we sightseed and add some lunch. And then on the way back, one of those spots where you're supposed to get off the bike and walk it across the road. Yeah. She went to get off the bike, and I don't know what happened because I was past her. I hear her go, oh, no. And all of a sudden, I hear crash. And I turn around, and she's landed on her face. Like, she had a big, nasty scar on her face, oh and it was bleeding. Goodness. And I was like, oh, no. And I, like, I jumped off the bike and ran across the road and, you know, scooped her up. And she she was just, uh, she's like, I'm never riding a bicycle again, ever, 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 ever. And I'm like, okay, you know. But I kind of wonder, I don't think it has as much to do with balance as it has to do with 
the fact that she's so short, the bicycle being a standard height, she couldn't yeah. touch the ground when she's yeah. sitting yeah. On, the, on the thing. So getting on and off was difficult. The thing with going off the side, I'm sure is being distracted looking over and not paying attention to where your wheel pointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I, I I did make a video about it and put it on YouTube. I had to get her permission and I was like, Is this okay? She's yeah. like, Let me see it. And I did it and she's like, Yes, it's fine. <laughs> but it was, you know, I didn't show the second I didn't shoot any of the part where she got her, her chin all messed up. But since then I, I we brought up the bicycle many times and like, Hey, you want to buy a bicycle? She's like don't even ask me. I was like, well, that's the, I just ask you. Know. Well, don't ride past me and wave because well, I'm not. I'm not going because Christina came around. Again. But I'm not going to wave at you if I pa- I can't take my hands off. I told her I'd get her like a little girl's one that's got like the little basket on the front. That's what oh, I yeah. have. Maybe yeah. training wheels or something. Yeah. You know? I, need, I need those. <laughs> then you can go off roading. Yeah, you can get, get on grass and drive yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> come to a bump and just get the front wheel over and just stop and be like, I made it over the thing. You're like, yeah, keep pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> Victory. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty funny. I'm sorry, I derailed the thing. What what, what have you been okay. doing there during this time to kind of keep busy? Um, well, I'm still kind of working. Like I fixed gym equipment and we keep it all in a warehouse. So it's just me working on broke equipment in a warehouse trying to get it ready for when these gyms do open up again. So I've been really fortunate to be able to keep on working um through these times. And then as far as like fitness and everything else, I've just tried to bend like kind of running on the weekends. Today I have a little run, and last Saturday I had a run. So I've just been doing little short nine-mile skits there and um, doing that kind of thing. Other than that, I do a lot with like video, kind of like you, Josh. Mm-hmm. And uh, although the podcast thing is new to me, I do listen to them as well as Christine listens to them, and I know that we both enjoy them. But this is definitely a wonderful opportunity for us to be on the uh, podcast, but back to myself. I'm sorry, I got off topic again. Um, I got a YouTube and Facebook and Instagram that I, I like posting content and taking photography pictures on. So, outside of all those other things, I just take pictures and make videos. Well, here's your chance. Tell everybody where they can find your Instagram and YouTube stuff. Boom, boom. Um, my Instagram is dannation underscore 85. And then uh, my Instagram for photography is az underscore underscore productions. And az productions is where I put like some of my most proudest pieces of work. And then um, YouTube's kind of funny. I, I don't know how to get people to my YouTube channel. So I really ain't going to try to send you guys that way. I got more work to do on that. But yeah, it's yeah. a process, you mm-hmm. know. But here's your chance send people your way. Okay. Um, YouTube, I think it's uh, AZ Productions. It should be AZ Productions. I know that um, I'm going to be releasing a video tomorrow. It's going to be on the Dog Pageant Show. Me and Christine are involved in um, dog pad or bulldog stuff all the time. And there was a 5K down at the Citadel in Charleston, South Carolina. And we filmed the whole thing. And I got that coming up. And it should be pretty exciting. It's more Christina because, like I said, I'm always behind the camera. So she is the spotlight. And she does a good job at it. So. It was a beauty pageant oh, for, a beauty for our dogs. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of your Instagram stuff and, and the your your photo ability and the way you do lighting is very interesting. It's it's a next level of production um, that I, I don't know if I'll ever learn, but it, it I, I look at it just to appreciate it. I'm like, Dad, God, how did he get that shot? And a lot of it is you going out early at, early in the morning or late at night right. when there's nobody on the streets or you know in, in a secluded area to get a shot that maybe is just the perfect time to do it because normally it's full of people. So 
Um, but yeah, definitely check out uh, AZ Productions uh, on uh, Instagram um, and on YouTube. Thank so, you. Yeah, good stuff. And you also have an Instagram, is that right? Yes, it's lifting underscore bell with an E at the end. Okay, cool deal. All right. So anyway, um, have you guys been watching anything on TV lately that have... Like kept your interest. Yes, you Tiger have? King. Tiger yeah, King. Tiger yes. King. Oh. It was the dumbest <laughs> show ever. Complete waste of my life. Like a train wreck, but I couldn't stop watching it. So it was. It was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. Free I didn't think Tiger I would. King. I, so. I can't watch it. You can't really? watch it. Josh? I can't watch it. Why? Because okay, so I have a theory that you can't unsee some things. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, I, I've, I've seen it. enough in life where I, there's been moments where I thought. Oh crap! That's in my brain now. I'll never get rid of that. You know, everything yeah. that you take into your eyes can eventually become part of your dreams. They say that um, when you're a baby, like you don't dream of anything other than sounds because that's all you have. But every character that you come into contact with in your life is one day going to be a character in your dreams, uh-huh. whether you realize it or not. It's your subconscious that populates everybody. Like yeah. this one guy was saying, he had a dream about his mom, and he's like, "And I made my mom mad." He goes, "But my mom's not having the dream. It's my dream." Yeah. So yeah. in my dream, I'm also my mother. And I know she's upset because I'm upset because it's I populated her. She doesn't actually exist in my brain. He's like, that's you know, a, that's pretty funny. He said the thought of that kind of yeah. hit me funny one day. I was on a plane and I actually had a seat in first class. They upgraded me and I'm sitting next to Matt Damon and I'm like, it's Matt freaking Damon. Yeah. You know, and he goes, he'll never know who I am. But one day he's going to have a dream and somebody's serving him coffee. Guess what? It's me. I'm going to be there. And he'd be like, who's this guy? Oh, yeah, it was the guy that sat next to me that one time. That's it was really annoying, funny. you know. But yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> Tiger King looks like a lot of people that I'm related to, and oh, okay. uh, <laughs> have, have, have had a lot of uh, past with. And uh, it was just, it was a very stressful time. And when I saw the previews for it, I was like, "All right, mullets and cocaine and, and drinking and bad decisions." And I don't want to relive my past. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm just going to walk away from that. Let that be a thing. And y'all enjoy the the arm ripping off and the. Yeah, <laughs> You didn't miss much. The, the memes are pretty funny, yeah, though. Yeah, the memes, the are, memes are hilarious. <laughs> I don't even have to watch it to know that Carol's memes, guilty. <laughs> yes, Carol killed her husband. That's all you have to know. Yeah. Yesterday, I actually got um, donuts from this place called Chicken Butt, and they have a Tiger King package. Yeah. So you've got your Carol Baskin donut, which is like bright pink with flowers all over it. And then you've got like the actual um, tiger striped one. Mm-hmm. And then they have the Tiger King one, which is. A whole bunch of radiant colors, because oh. he's always wearing all these bright. He's a colors. pretty radiant person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, I mean, I don't think any of those decisions were made on a sober basis. Oh yeah, um, no. Yeah, so I, I, I just can't watch it. Like, uh, there, there's a lot of those shows that are real popular. I can't watch, like that show You that came out. Uh, that's her too. Now. Oh, that is my. That is terrifying. Favorite show. <laughs> just, just watching the preview, I'm like, I have watched it. Over and over. That makes me I, I, it, it, just yeah. the preview alone makes me go, nope, 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 it's nope. So good. I bet now you wish you had his box though. A box? The box that he puts people in. It's oh, like the perfect I, opportunity. I, I, then you me, wouldn't get the virus. Uh, again, you can't unsee that. I'm just saying. They get like some package to the door, and you're talking about sealing people up. That's pretty funny. But it's a good show. Yeah, it's worth the watch. Jeez. Mm. No, I can't. I can't do that. I, I, I had to go different. Like, I went in a different direction during this whole crap. I needed something I could watch that was going to take my mind off of it. Um, 
Yeah, give us a good show. So, what like, well, Disney Plus. Oh, okay. I, I watched uh, the animated Star Wars stuff. I've yeah. never watched that stuff before. The Mandalorian? The No, I watched The Mandalorian's like a regular show, but the oh, okay. animated stuff is, I guess it was originally on, um, there was a show, uh, uh, Clone Wars, with like yeah. seven yeah. seasons that were originally on like Cartoon Network or something like that. And I'd never seen it. Was it good? It was good. Well, it was actually pretty good. And it fills in a lot of questions that you have when you're watching the movies because there's a lot of dialogue that happens between those prequel movies that you're like, yeah. what are they talking about? And then yeah. you see it on the animated series and you're like, oh, they did this according to the story they were building all along and oh, you're supposed yeah. to watch the animated and then watch the thing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, missed the memo. I was supposed to watch these 15. Well, that totally answers a lot of questions. <laughs> and then there was another series called um, Star Wars Rebels that apparently happened after uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Before the prequel stuff, before Mandalorian, mm-hmm. so it's that weird gap in between. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was it was better than Clone Wars. It was awesome. I was like, this is really well done. It was on a channel called XD. I, I don't okay. know if that was a cartoon channel or what, but I, I watched it and I was like, this is really awesome. And it was a lot of content. I mean, and mm-hmm. they were only like twenty minutes long because it was really on TV with commercials. Yeah. So without the intro and without the outro and without commercials, you're twenty minutes per episode. You can yeah. bang through a lot of them. Yeah. And it, it's kind of mindless in a way, but every once in a while there's a cool episode that has mm-hmm. to do with the Star Wars universe or Yoda or something, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is really good, you know, yeah, yeah. like a really cool fight scene or something. And But it, it was it was fun for me to pass the time that way. Um, you know, and along the way, a lot of comedy specials came out. Uh, on Netflix, they had um, Burt Kreischer had his special, Hey Big Boy. Uh, Tom Segura had Ball Hogs come out. Uh, Taylor Tomlinson had her quarter life crisis. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um Michelle Wolf had a, had one just before this thing started that I watched. I've been watching over and over again because I like her comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of comedian specials. Um, <clears throat> my wife at night has found Andy Griffith on Netflix, and we watched a- and Andy Griffith when I was a kid on TV. Yeah. But now you can watch all the episodes again with no commercials, no intro, no outro, twenty twenty or so minutes long, and it's just wholesome. Mm-hmm. Every night before I go to bed, we're watching Andy Griffith. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, this is good. And, you know, it's always going to work out. So, yeah. like, you yeah. know, Happy with this ending. craziness going on, you're like, that's what we need. Yeah, but at the end of every season, it's all going to work out. Yeah, like, yeah. You just, it, it sort of gives you hope, you know? And I, so I've been trying to stick with that idea. Tiger King does not give you hope. I already know that watching the previews. <laughs> the show You doesn't give you hope. I already seen that in the previews. It doesn't work out well for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I guess my thing is I'm trying to, like, get people to. To be distracted by something, if they're indoor cats and if they're strapped to their TV, what are they going to watch? What can be something that they like? You know, so I don't know. I'm just kind of asking people what's outside the box of something that, that maybe nobody's seen that you've seen. I, I enjoyed that um, that heist on. Um, it, it's on Netflix. It's it's a Spanish show, and they go back and they redub over it and they put the English words over the top of it, which the mouse don't match up. But I watched through it, and it was the fourth season, I believe, that just came out um, this past week. And what I didn't realize is that's the number one grossing Netflix movie all around the world. Really? And that blew my mind. Somehow it connected with everybody on another level. And even though it was like, it's a good film, they can't, like Spain, they said Spain canceled it, and Netflix picked it up and brought it back. For another two seasons, I believe, and it I I enjoyed the heck out of it, and it's just about these people going in robbing the mint of Spain, 
Um, I hope that doesn't get you in trouble. No, I'm not robbing them. Spoiler Spain, alert! But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they um, they do that, and it's it's a pretty cool video. So as long as you guys can handle like videos with uh, dubs over the top of them, or you just want to read the subtitle and leave it in Spanish, I, I think that's a good way to go with this, and um, it's got a neat message. So there's a lot of those on there that are filmed in like other countries that mm-hmm. it seems like they only have like four actors. Yeah, doing all of the voices. It's like two males and two females, and they're doing all of the voices. And so, like sometimes you see their mouth moving really mm-hmm. fast. And it's like so. Anyway, I went to the store. And you're like, just doing this. That doesn't that doesn't match I up. Can't, I can't watch those. Yeah. Oh, it drives so, me crazy. I'm like, there's so oh, much reading. There's yes. so much reading. She walked in the room the other day and she's like, I can't believe you're watching this show again. I'm like, it's good. I like it because Before the, the, the mouths the are just moving <laughs> oh, and yeah. the words are not matching. And they're yeah, like, it's like river dance. You see their legs moving. Yeah, you're, what are they doing with his legs? I, I can't do it. Yeah, it, yeah. it is hard. But well, um, I mean, before this pandemic started, I watched Narcos, which is a lot of reading see. because it's in Spanish. Yeah, so there's a lot of them speaking fluently, and you're just you're trying to keep up, and you're like, and I, I swear, I, I could watch like two or three episodes, and my eyes would just be burning. Yep. Up, like. I've been staring at the screen trying to decipher all this. Why can't they just yeah. talk in English? But uh. I get the fact that they're trying to make it legitimate and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, I had no idea that cocaine was so prevalent. <laughs> I was like, wow, I really didn't have any idea yeah. about all of this. This makes my childhood make a lot of sense now. <laughs> and suddenly, Miami makes more sense. And then yeah. you see, then Tiger King comes out, and you're like, as soon as it was advertised, I looked at my wife and went, cocaine. <laughs> 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 There's no way they didn't make a decision without cocaine in this whole thing. Like, I got an idea. Let's get a tiger. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. But after I watched, like, Narcos and learned about Pablo Escobar, I was like, all right. So the main character then starts up a new season, which you find out the main character is the guy that plays the Mandalorian. You don't ever get to see his face huh. until, like, the last episode of The Mandalorian. His name's Pablo Pascal in real life. Okay. So he's the main character in Narcos, the, the DEA agent who's going after Pablo Escobar. Spoiler alert. Um, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, he then is the main character in a new spinoff, Narcos, that has to do with Mexico. So it yeah. talks about Mexican drug cartels. And Dolores had saw how I was into it, and she goes, you're going to watch those? And I went, i got to take a break from Spanish. This is killing me. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to pick up weird words, and I'm starting to say cocaína way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to curse at people in Spanish just because it comes fluently from hearing it all the time. Yeah. You know, but she was like, okay, well, what are you going to watch? And I was like, anything else. I got to watch something else. So that's when I geared down and started watching the animated stuff. I was like, yeah. let me just give my brain a rest and just, at you know, every once in a while you just want something to kind of numb out to. And you're like, what can I just turn on and have in the background? I might need to watch that Narcos. I started, and like you said, I just, you know, I got tired of reading. I made it like three episodes, and I was like, no, nah, I can't. And, yeah. But they keep coming out with seasons, so it must be good. Well, the crazy part um, is is that that first one, um, I don't know if the Mexico one's done the same way. I'm sure it probably is. They used actual news footage of the devastation and destruction that happened whenever oh, wow. they would just murder towns and groups of people and stuff like that. You just see them piling up bodies or there are moments where Pablo Escobar is in public and he ran for office at one time and and won the election. And then when he went to go, you know, serve his office, they all, you know, talked crap to him and basically shunned him out of the Mm -hmm. building. It pissed him off and he went into seclusion. And then at a certain point, his wife's like, I want to go back home. And he goes, but if I do, there must be war. And she goes, do what you have to do. <laughs> Next thing you see, he's got tanks rolling down the middle of the town. And no, they're blowing up the buildings with the people in it. And I was like, 
that really, and then they're showing news footage. I'm like, that yeah. really happened. Holy crap. His wife's like, I just want to move back home. She's like, I miss home, baby. He's like, he's like, but if I go, many people will die. She goes, coin line, do what you have to do. He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Of course, I used to tell the kids all the time when they were young, I, you know, we raised three boys. I said, listen, you're going to hear a lot in your life that men rule the world. They don't. Women rule the world. You think Napoleon wanted France? No. Yeah. Josephine said, I want France. He goes, I'd be right back. Yeah. He didn't want France. She wanted France. So mm-hmm. he went and got France. You know, that's how it works. If we were just cavemen, we'd have died long ago because we'd have sat in our caves and we would have done nothing. But there was some woman that was like, I want a place out there in the field. And he went, I don't know. And she goes, Grant's going to give me a place in the field. He goes, I'll go get you a place. <laughs> I mean, it kind of motivates us to do something, right? Yeah, that so, is true. Anyway, uh, did we learn anything from this podcast? Uh, I laughed. I cried. It moved me. We learned about fitness. We learned about how to stay fit while we're in a quarantine. Mm-hmm. We got some shows we can watch. Uh, anybody listening to podcasts or anything that, that you could talk about that, that might interest people? I know you said you were listening to a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I like Joe Rogan a good bit, and I've listened to stuff. Um, stuff You Should Know is a good one. And uh, I like that. And, of course, you have a podcast, Stuff I Heard, which is really good. And, Christina, what about you? Mine are kind of depressing. Are they murder mystery ones? Yes. Oh, I knew it. Sword and, I know it? Sword and Scale mm, yeah. is my favorite. Sword and Scale? Yes. Um, so good, but it's very graphic. And the guy just really doesn't give a shit, so he just tells all. Um. That one is probably my favorite. Then there's Crime Junkie, and it's two females. They're, that one's okay. But then Dateline, because I don't watch a lot of TV. Like, Tiger King, I only watched it because my friends were raving about it, not because I wanted to watch it. I really yeah. thought you were going to say, because my friend was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my cocaine Carol's friend. coming over yeah. Saturday. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we're having a cookout, Daniel. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> uh, no, and we finished that. Like, we watched that within, like, less than two days because we. Yeah. I just wanted it to be over with. I, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I, like, whenever I'm cleaning – Put on a podcast and it's like zone out. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed at people now that don't know what podcasts are. No, I you know I hated podcasts, but we drove to Wyoming two years ago, and coming back we had made it to Missouri, and I was like I just want to be home, and you couldn't get any hotels; they were sold out everywhere. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was because it was Christmas time, but there were so many snowstorms going mm-hmm. on that people were stuck, yep. so we couldn't even find a hotel. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make it. We got like 13 hours. I'm driving. And so he told me, he was like, why don't you just find a podcast to listen to? And so he told me about Sword and Scale, and he was like, I don't really like it, but you probably will. Since then, I've listened to every episode, and there's a lot. And then Dateline, they have a podcast. And so it's just, it's the show, but they record it. And since I don't watch TV ever, then I just listen to it. Hmm. I didn't know Dateline was still on TV. Mine it must be because, I mean, they, they upload like a new episode almost every day. Well, they'd be oh, yeah. foolish not to. Mm-hmm. I mean, any they TV that show that's, that's worth their yeah. salt, if they're not also putting out a podcast, they're really, really missing out. You know, that's one of the things I don't think a lot of people think about is we spend a lot of time on the road or a lot of times, yeah. you know, maybe there's a lot of people working in factories that have mm-hmm. their headphones in because they're mm-hmm. trying to like keep awake while they're doing something mm-hmm. repetitive. And it's a good way to sort of engage them and that kind of thing. Really? You know, for us, it was always driving. You know, my wife would call me and she'd be like, I'm, I'm so sleepy. I'm driving from Andrews and I got, got over an hour to drive home. And I'm like, put in a podcast. And she's like, what, what am I going to listen to? And I said, what are you interested in? 
And she's interested in Disney, so she went out and she found like three or four podcasts yeah. about Disney stuff that really she enjoys the crap out of. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, that's it, that's all you need, you know. But for everybody, it's a little something different. Um, I ride with a bunch of different drivers, and they've gotten into podcasts, and it's interesting to hear the things they listen to. And you're talking about murder mystery. There's one uh, a comedian's got one, uh, Dan Cummins. He's got one called Scared to Death that he does with his wife. I haven't listened to it yet, but I've heard it's really good. Um, there was another one I listened to that was um, a group of comedians. I don't remember the name of it. I wish I could remember it. But they would talk about serial killers, about their the way they were brought up, and then they would make yeah. jokes along the way. Oh, and then he went and did this. Really? No, he murdered everyone. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because his mom did this to him as a kid. And you're like, oh, my God. you know. But it was just it was amazing to hear. I thought, okay, this is how you get into it because you got to – it is heavy material, and if you don't make fun of it, it's like it can be super yeah. depressing. So it's got to you got to have sort of a light heart with it afterwards. And 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 yeah, I mean, if the material is heavy enough, you, you know, unless you're just one of those people who's like, and then the room got dark. You know, it's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Who's gonna do that? I guess there is podcasts out there that do that though, mm. like just scare you all the time. Well, the sword and scale, there's no happy endings. Mm. There's no it's, happy endings. No. Um, and my friend Jennifer lives in Florida now, so when. I went to go see her. That was probably the longest distance I drove by myself. And so I found the one about the guy in Colorado that had killed his wife and the two kids and put the two kids in barrels and all this kind of stuff. But it was it was a couple episodes long. So it got me there. And, like, I was driving at night, too, so I needed to stay awake. But I was just so into it. I bet you were alert, too. You were like, oh, okay, yeah. I, when I get to this gas station. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, I can't stop at the gas station, so I really hope that my Honda makes it because I'm too scared now because it's dark. But um, And I've just been trying to listen to like some fitness ones recently to get tips because I feel like this being at home, for people that are used to a gym, they could very easily get unmotivated. Yes. And it's so quick to get into a pattern of not doing stuff not just the fact that you lose what all you've gained you know but you get in a routine and that's when people join the gym i'm like you know come be consistent find someone that's going to text you and say hey are you coming because it's all about just showing up and once it becomes in your routine if you miss it then you feel like you know what you're all like unorganized Mm -hmm. and stuff and i feel like all these people are staying home and they can't do their normal routine if they don't find something to do by the time the gym opens they're not going to be used to going and they're not going to want to go anymore and if they're stuck at home then they're probably on a system where kind of like me they're furloughed they're at home they're like what am i going to do oh it's 11 o'clock it's time for so-and-so's workout thing on facebook let me turn it on my phone and set it up and i can i can work out with them at my house you know, it's a good opportunity for them to kind of get out of their funk, but also to build a new routine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that and that's the thing about the fitness world thing is they're live, but they're still on the page, and it's been a good opportunity for people to try other classes. Yeah. Um, Maria and Chuck, they teach on the same day as me on Wednesday, and both of them are very much so like me. Like we call Wednesday like our hell day because we're three hard ones back to back to back. And for me, Maria and I were talking, this has been – like the most I've worked out, honestly, like I feel more productive now than when the gym is open mm-hmm. because I'm getting to try their classes because they teach when I teach and they teach at different locations. So I don't get an opportunity to go to their classes. So it's been a chance to do that. Um, and I think just the live video, we are putting so much more effort into it because we're trying to motivate people that haven't worked out, but also keep those that are working out you know, involved and make it hard enough for them. Think about the fact they don't have a lot of weights 
And then I know the three of us have been doing it outside, and mm-hmm. it it was like 90 degrees the other mm-hmm. day. I had a moment of weakness where I was like, I'm going to walk off and just say that I lost connection because it was so hot in this at my house, the sun. We have a pond, and the sun was just like shining, and I couldn't see the camera. I had no spit in my mouth because it was so hot, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? When the gym opens back up, we are going to be so conditioned. Well, and also address that. Like, talk to the camera and be like, if you're outside and it's hot, by the way, get, get some water. It's hot here. I need some water. Yeah. Well. And like, yeah. like remind people, it's you know, it's important to stay hydrated and stuff like that because everybody, again, has a different different level that they're at. Yeah. You know, so. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you have some things that are going on in whatever you're doing. The important thing that you've done is you got comfortable with the fact that the camera's on. And you're like, okay, so you just got to imagine there's somebody there. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so we're going to do this now. And that's something that you've, I'm sure, helped her with yeah, yeah. is just being comfortable with the fact of, all right, we're talking to somebody. Let's let's do this thing. And I don't like live. I don't <laughs> like live videos at all. Um, I almost declined doing it because to me, I feel like live, you can mess up. Can't it's okay to it. it's okay to mess yeah. up, yeah. and you can't fix it. But then mm-hmm. also, so many people are at home right now, so everyone's using the internet. Yeah, so the internet's lagging out, and so a yeah. lot of times in the videos, it skips because mm-hmm. the person that's filming it they lag out, and so I just don't like the uncertainty of knowing what's going to happen. But I've had my friend Brienne; she's come over, and it's been good having her kind of like in the back. Um, she does the modified versions for the people that need to modify, and just I miss having. <laughs> Brianne, I miss you. I don't know if you're out there. I miss you. you. Hey, Brianne. Um, that has helped a lot because then I feel like I'm still teaching and there's someone there. But talking into the camera and pretending like I see these people, it's been an adjustment. Yeah. But uh, I think we're going on like week three or four. But I think he's going to continue to offer it. as long as people watch it, like it, and share it because it's all about obviously the interaction and if he doesn't feel like people are watching it and doing the workouts then it won't really benefit for him to hire us to do it and shout out to curtis for continuing to keep you guys employed and to keep you guys doing stuff and you know i noticed like on facebook he's got people repainting the buildings on the inside and again fixing equipment making Mm -hmm. sure things ready to go for as soon as this opens back up hey let's get back to normal you know i made a comment to dolores i said it's weird that that we're paying like a monthly fee to the gym and it's not open and she goes yeah but look at what we get out of it she goes i don't mind i don't mind the fact because we are getting instruction we are getting good equipment and i know that i I can see on facebook the the work he's doing to continue to make the place better even while this is going on he don't have to do that Mm -hmm. but he's doing that and so i want to keep this going so that immediately when when they say all right let's get back to it she can jump right back into it yeah and i understand like not everyone is working so not everyone can afford it because yeah um I'm not training people right now, and my class schedule did get cut, and so I'm not getting the same income. So I completely understand not everyone financially can afford it, but that's also why he's making the videos free. So even if you have to cancel your membership, mm-hmm. you still have access to these videos. Um, but those that can pay their membership, it is very much appreciated because he is still keeping people like Daniel employed. The gyms are closed, but that's his full-time job. So if Curtis didn't give him that, that's a huge chunk of income going for us. Um, a lot of the front desk staff, he's got them painting, just that's jumping right. in and doing jobs that aren't their jobs, but it's still giving them a paycheck. And then as far as instructors, mm-hmm. you know, he reached out to us and offered this live video and it was very much a trial basis, but we've gotten a lot of positive feedback. Even people that can't do it at the time, they can go back and watch it. And people are sharing the pictures of them doing it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so then it's, it hypes us up when we know people are enjoying them and doing them at home. And so I am very appreciative of the people that like and share and comment. I know some people, they don't like to do that on social media, but it is it's really helping us yeah. because if he didn't think it was working, then we as instructors wouldn't be getting paid. Mm-hmm. And some of the instructors, that's their only job. And so that's their only income. So when you watch the videos and you do them, and even when you just hit a little thumbs up, mm-hmm. you're supporting someone locally that that is their job. So that's very much appreciative. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, Dolores, the other night we were sitting, I think I got home from work one of the two days I was working and. She goes, uh, she goes, check this out. And it was Maria's class that mm-hmm. she actually had going live then. Mm-hmm. She goes, she goes, this is what we do on a regular basis, but isn't this cool? She's doing it on her back porch with like nothing. Yeah. Like yep. you, she's showing you that you don't have to have anything. Just keep moving your body. And, yeah. like, it's just, and, and she goes, she was breaking it down for me. And she goes, now imagine doing that. And, and notice she's not taking any breaks. She goes, you do that and, and start twisting this way and twisting yeah. that way. And, yeah. and, and just your own body's resistance, you're going to get a workout. And you're going to get cardio up. And you're going to, I was like, that's really impressive. I, you know, that's good stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's, that's awesome that you're doing that. That's awesome that Curtis is doing that. That's awesome that, that everybody's coming together. And I really think, like, during this time, it's going to be everybody who's thinking outside the box that's going to help everybody kind of get through this. And yeah. the ones who are thinking outside the box the most mm-hmm. are going to be the ones that succeed, that succeed through all of this. Mm-hmm. And then when everything clears back up, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, they're really kicking ass now because they've had to innovate yeah. all yeah. along the way. Yeah. And we may have a whole different reality. We may have people in the gym that are working out with masks on their face. I mean, mm-hmm. I know some people were doing that before with, like, trying to get their yeah. lungs more resistance. But it may be a requirement in the future. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Also, disclaimer to those that have never worked out, I also think that this is a sad time, unfortunately, that they're being taken advantage of. A lot of um, buy this tea, you can lose weight. Like, yeah. there's so many of those ads popping up right now. And Maria put a post about mm-hmm. this yesterday on her Facebook page. I'm so glad she's on Facebook now. <laughs> she wasn't on Facebook for a long time. Um, she put a post about this, and I completely can relate because my Instagram is a lot of fitness people and having worked in the fitness industry, I know that it's all about just making a sale, making a sale. And some of these people are at home now and they are getting inspired to work out, but they're falling for all of these gimmicks of Mm. you got to pay like $150 and we'll give you this program. And you don't have to do that. You can literally just go outside, walk down the road with your kids and burn calories. It's about just picking something that you enjoy doing that doesn't feel like a chore, like running for you. Mm-hmm. Find something that you like to do and just keep doing it yeah. and you'll see results. But you can't flip flop all around trying this program and this program yeah. and, and this diet. Don't buy into the snake oil stuff of, oh, if you take this pill, it'll, yes. yeah, you'll lose yes. that's, that's 30 pounds about. and look like this supermodel that's on TV. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. No, that, does, that never works. No. Don't ever fall for that. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to like a flea market or something and they have those Abrolor things for sale. They remember those yes. things that are yeah. supposed to help you do sit-ups by like yeah. get the weird curved bar and you're like, yeah. I know people who bought those and they were like, I don't use it. It doesn't really work. And I'm and like, were, of course it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> but they convinced you in the commercial. Yeah. Oh, look at the abs you can have by working out with yeah. this. <laughs> that doesn't work. And there's just so, so many... <laughs> free options right now like yeah. a Pinterest you can find at home body weight exercises and I, I understand people that lift weights and now they're at home and they don't have these heavy weights it's, it is an adjustment but that doesn't mean you just have to stop doing stuff well and I can tell you right now there's a lot of guys listening to this and they heard the word Pinterest and they went 
I don't know what that is. My mm-hmm. wife does Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Ask your wife what Pinterest is. Yeah, look on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> she'll, she'll look it all up for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went down the wormhole of Pinterest. I wasn't planning on it, but oh, I went down the wormhole of Pinterest because we were uh, we were doing like a, one of the dinners that we did with with drinks, and yeah. I was like, I'm kind of curious how to make this drink. And somebody said, check it out on Pinterest, and I was like. I can't believe I'm going to go on this stupid website. I know this is the thing all the girls are into. And and I was afraid to. But as soon as I typed in the word, you know, mixed drink with blah, 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 yeah. I got just a plethora of information. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. If, <laughs> I, I, like, if I had to keep one social media out, that would be the one that I would keep. That's it really is awesome. my absolute favorite. Um, I don't ever really post stuff on there. But for... I mean, you can, that's my hit class that I teach on Wednesdays. That's the only class that I don't actually make up the workouts, but I find them on Pinterest. So it's all treadmill workouts. So I have a whole album of that. Anything that I cook, pretty much I'm getting it from Pinterest. Uh, house yeah, I, projects. I, uh, I go to visit my buddy Greg down in Albany, Georgia, and his wife is almost every time I'm there is cooking something that she just looked up on Pinterest. And yeah. I'm like, and it turns out fantastic every yeah. time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. holy cow. But then I go down the wormhole of it and I'm going, Oh, this is like a like a clipboard where you can put all kinds of cool yeah. stuff, and then yeah. everything is linked to each other in a way that if you start going down this rabbit hole, it's going to link you to twenty other things that have to do with those keywords. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this is fascinating. So yeah, don't be afraid to check out Pinterest and look up you know creative ways to make weights and stuff like that, and and look for fitness ideas. You know, like you said, there's lots of free stuff out there. Um, but yeah, that's really cool. I dig it. I'm excited. You guys good? Yeah. I feel good about it. I think it sounded good. You got any questions? Anything you want to add? You good? Basically, I just want to say, just keep moving. Just keep moving. Um, yeah. It doesn't really matter what you do, as, because if you just stay home, you're going to get depressed. And I know for me, working out is more of a break mentally. And you're at home, and yeah, like you said, you're with your loved one. But they're going to drive you crazy, especially those that are moms that are, um, my sister's a mom, so she's having to homeschool her child. And that is just a huge adjustment because he's not used to her telling him what to do. And he's full of energy, and she's not used to being with him all day long. And so I just, it, you're not in your normal routine. And some people, they are used to going to work and socializing, and now they're stuck at home by themselves. And I feel like for me, working out is a huge mental break and helps with depression. And I think right now, more than ever, it's important that you don't fall into this hole just because you are having to stay home. Like, made the most out of it. Like, I have learned how to ride a bike again. I would have never done that. Mm -hmm. And I could have been like, you know what? This is crazy. I can't teach my classes. We don't have a lot of weights because we did go try to find weights and everywhere was sold out for You know, the funny part is like just before this thing kicked off, I went with a friend of mine to the Goodwill and they had stacks of weights for like two and three dollars a piece. Oh, yeah. And and I remember picking up a set of eight pound weights and it was like two dollars. And I was like, I don't need these. And I put Uh, put them back. But I was like pretty cool eight pound weights for two bucks you know but i'm sure those are gone now but oh, yeah. yeah they're probably thirty dollars for those same yeah. eight dollar yeah. weights now absolutely you know? yeah luckily i already had a good bit of hand weights and kettlebells but you don't always have everything that you have at the gym so yeah. um i think uh, Marie- sometimes it's unconventional things like i was telling my stepson's here you know and he was like He's like, I can't go to the gym anymore. I'm going to lift. And I said, I got wood back there. Well, yeah. I'll carve you some handholds. Yeah. And you go out there and you can just push it away and pull up. You can do whatever you want. I'll, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll cut it out. We'll make some. 
I think uh, Maria's husband uh, is built her a squat rack, mm-hmm. and he's gonna. I saw that. He's gonna hopefully build me a box so I can yeah. have my own box because I like doing like step ups and stuff. Mm. Uh, and then I actually won an electric kettlebell off of Instagram. I saw that this morning. It's mm. awesome. You can That's set the awesome. weight. It goes from twelve pounds to forty two pounds, so it's. You put it on the stand, and then you just pick the weight, and then it loads the weights into the bell, and then it actually connects to your phone, and it'll tell you like how many calories you're burning, how many swings you've done. It's it's pretty unique. It was something that I wanted for a long time, but I just couldn't justify buying it. I was watching the videos more. I'm going, so how does that work? It's pretty I, I, awesome. Exactly it's exactly energy from I the had. sky. Like, like now I'm heavier. <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't make work. sense. Yeah. yeah, I have um, on Fridays. I've been doing like a small group class thing at my house outside and I had it out there yesterday and another trainer and I were swinging it and he was like how does this even work yeah and I'm like you put it on you put it on the stand he's like how are the weights going in at there at first when, when I started watching the video I thought it was like a coffee maker I was like <laughs> I was like well, that's a really interesting coffee maker Where, where's the spout and you were like do 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 and they think you swing it and I'm like that's not a coffee maker I was yeah. like holy crap that's a real kettlebell it was good because I have a 35 pound kettlebell that an old boss gave me and if you buy a real cast iron kettlebell, mm-hmm. it is expensive. Yeah. A 35 pound was almost $100. And so that's the heaviest I have. And then this thing goes up to 42. So I'm like, oh, so much better for like deadlifts and swings to have that option. And then if someone comes over and they need a light one, I can just do, 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 take it on down. So it's, I could never afford it. It's $350. Holy Jesus. But I could understand why. Someone would like it because, yeah. I mean, it's all these weights in one. Yeah. Just like the dumbbells where, you know, I think that dumbbell that sits on the rack is like $500, but it's like one, it's like 10 through 100 pounds, you know, when it's Oh, the one that's dumbbells. got the little, you turn the thing, yeah. adds the weight. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous, but it is, it's also everything you need right there, two handles, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it's not taking up a lot of space. See, right now I've got yeah. dumbbells from size three all the way up to 25, and we just have all these dumbbells just sitting in the garage right now. Yeah. And he's like, it's taking up too much space. And like this one kettlebell, it's just one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there's yeah. a plus to it. You pay for that advantage. And I, yeah. I think it's a nice plus. And it's cool that it connects to your phone. So. Yeah. And I also, you know, just want to remind everybody, like, if you can afford a $350 pound kettlebell, you can use things around the house. You know, again, yeah. let's, let's think about it, you know, constructively. Um, you know, pick out stuff around your house that maybe you could lift that's that's heavy. I'm just looking around the room trying to find uh, something that's milk heavy. jug. Fill your milk jug milk with jug. water. Yeah, mm-hmm. use milk jugs filled with water. That's absolutely a good idea. Or sand if you have like yeah. an abundance of sand. Or you just dig a hole. You dig a hole and you can fill it back up. Yeah, you get a workout from that. A buddy <laughs> of mine's got some land. He said he said his, his kids wanted to work out and they were bored. And he goes, "Here, dig this hole." He gave him like an old military yeah. you know, shovel, and he, and and they were excited to do it at first. And and once they got the hole dug, he was like, "Now fill it in." And you're like, "But we dug the hole." He yeah. goes, "I know, fill it in." <laughs> He's like, "You're not done yet. You got to fill it back in." They were it's, like, "Oh, it's just doing a little physical activity at the end of the day. That's yeah. important, you know. Run, dig." Any of that stuff. Your podcast. Um, yeah. Go cut your grass. <laughs> cut your like grass? everyone's yeah. been doing that lately. Yeah. I got to cut my grass. I don't know if you guys noticed. My weeds have taken over here this past week. All the rain we've had has just been ridiculous. Yeah. I've been, uh, I haven't been able to get outdoors much lately because of the pollen count. Oh, yes. Last horrible. week, I, I swear it looked like I had pink eye because just the abrasiveness of the wind and the, mm-hmm. and the pollen. 
my eyes got swollen so bad. I, I, I kept telling Dolores, I said, I feel like I got a sponge stuck in my head, like right here. Ooh. And I would come home and put eye drops in my eyes, and I would take yeah. Galavert and Sudafed, and, and I would lay back, and I, and I was like, ah, I'm, I'm dying. I feel like I got sandpaper on my eyes. You know, and, and it just it didn't seem like it was going to get better. And then I woke up yesterday, and I was like, oh, it didn't bother me. This is the first day I, like, yesterday was the first day I hadn't rubbed yeah. my eyes in over two weeks. But I was like, you know, you keep hearing on TV, don't touch your face, wash your hands. I'm washing my hands a lot, but then I'm, I was constantly, like, rubbing my eyes. I was like, I can't stop rubbing my eyes. They're so yeah. irritated. And then suddenly they weren't. And I was like, okay, well, pollen count, I guess. Yeah, that's been me at work and blowing my nose constantly. Daniel doesn't have allergies. So. I don't have allergies. Really? It's a wonderful life. That's like a superpower. He's yeah. like, do you have the corona? And I'm like, no, I have the South Carolina allergies. Listen, they, they, I had an idea once about um, superpowers with super benefit, uh, superpowers with super flaws. Yeah. Like if you could fly, but you also had to do it naked or something, or you could, you could be invisible, <laughs> but then as soon as you were visible, you had to throw up profusely for like 10 minutes. You know, something, yeah, yeah. I always came up with some weird thing that was like a, like a side effect of your superpower, you know, but then I, was, I thought about it for a while. I thought, what if you had like a really lame superpower and, and <laughs> you know, I don't get allergies. Well, that's kind of a superpower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you live in South Carolina, it is. So. And it has I been mean, bad. It, I don't it, know what the side effect is, but you know, it may not. It may not tip the scales on as far as like getting you into the Justice League. But it's yeah. <laughs> for a lot of people, you're like, how do you do that? <laughs> but people, she said that in her class yesterday, and like all the girls were like, "Oh my gosh, you're so lucky!" And it, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, because all Is of our really phones are, like, covered with pollen outside, and yeah. we've all been using, like, nasal spray. And I feel like that's been another challenge teaching the live classes is I can't breathe whenever I'm outside. Mm-hmm. And he's over there like, do y'all all have this problem? Well, it's <laughs> like, like, I, I feel like every time I see somebody on a motorcycle or a Jeep or a yeah. convertible, yeah. and I'm like, how are you people breathing? Yeah. I don't get it. But now I get it. Like some people just don't have that problem. Maybe so. But, you know, I got the test. You know, when they stab you with all the needles? Yeah. And then it's supposed to like swell up, and this is show like, you what you're allergic to. Yeah, they said I was allergic to everything, and I was like, "Hot dog!" Well, I guess I'm doing all right then. And no kidding, th- that's why I always give Christina a hard time. I'm like, "You just need to toughen up." I'm allergic to everything, you know. This can't be this serious of a problem. And she's like, "You're not allergic to everything." Now, a cat will throw me for a yes. loop. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, so I told him that I'm going to steal my grandma's cat and bring it over just so he can have a moment just a to moment feel yeah. how I have yeah. felt the past few yeah. weeks. It's, it's like being hung over just yeah. on your face. Yeah. <laughs> and your eyes itch, your nose yeah. itches, and mm-hmm. then mine's worse at nighttime. I yes. can't breathe and I have drainage, so I end up like sitting straight up to fall asleep. It's, it's horrible. We'll sit on the couch and I have a thing of tissues next to me. I'll start blowing my nose. She's like, sinuses? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, listen, I want to thank you guys for being on here. Um, we've done about an hour. I feel good about it. You yeah, guys feel good, good about yeah. it? Yeah. Thanks for having us. Um, I'm so happy to have you guys on. And, and again, you know, find these, find Christina and Daniel on their social media. Go check out the Fitness World Gym page on Facebook and work out with Christina and Maria and all the other instructors that are putting up things on how to do that. And check out Daniel's Instagram page and um, give them a shout out and tell them you appreciate what they're doing. And if you're out there and you're looking for something to do, like follow in their footsteps a little bit, like think outside your comfort zone, be creative, figure out how you can connect other people to, to you know what you're doing. If you're an artist or if you're a creator in some way, here's your moment to learn to do something. You got time on your hands and YouTube's got plenty of opportunity to teach you. So does Pinterest. So, mm-hmm. you know, go down the rabbit hole, learn some, learn to do something new. And, um, that's it. That's all I got to say. 
Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, uh, share with your friends. And uh, I always end this thing saying, cue the cow. Move.